Buzzer Podcast, all music. Worldwide music started in local music scenes. Underground independent unsigned talent. Music you choose to hear, not the music mainstream tells you to hear. Hosted by Shay. The Buzzer Podcast is a Canadian broadcast connected to artists around the globe. Hey y'all, I am Shay. This is the Buzzer Podcast on Air Indie. From iPad to yours over the airways. Enjoy the show and cheers. Hey, hello. Uh, thank you for coming on the show today. Uh, we have uh, uh, Ravita and Riknika Nayan. Ravita is a, a solo artist uh, that uh, produces, creates in the United States and in India. And uh, Riknika Nayan is CD Baby's market director of uh, in India. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. Hi, thanks for having us. I'm Rivita. Um, okay. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for being on the show. Um, so why don't we t- talk a bit about CD Baby and uh, and uh, all of that in the background of CD Baby and yourself, uh, Ritnika, and uh, we'll go from there. Sure. Um, so, hi, I'm Ritnika Nen, and I am the Director of Market Development for CD Baby in India. Besides that, I also handle other downtown music holding companies like Fuga, like Song Trust, like Downtown Music uh, Services in India. And I also have my own music company called Music Gets Me High. Um, basically, CD Baby is one of the largest distributors and has been around for nearly 20 years, but uh, they recently hired me to kind of expand their business in India about two years ago, just before yeah. COVID hit. <laughs> well, you were and, a good uh, choice. I've read your resume. It's incredibly <laughs> strong, girl. Wow. Well, thank you. Thank you. And so, yeah, so basically, uh, you know, my job is just helping artists, you know, get the best out of CD Baby in India. And uh, besides that, my own company uh, over the last few years has managed artists, booked artists. We do music festivals. I teach music business. So, yeah, I basically kind of do anything and everything to do with music. (laughs) That's amazing. That's amazing. And uh, what are the resources that you have in your company for independent artists? Well, uh, with CD Baby, the good thing is that uh, we are DIY. So, I mean, the artist doesn't need to go to a label to do anything. But at the same time, we are very pro-education. You know, one of the things we've noticed is when artists... Yeah, like one of the things we've noticed is that when artists... uh, aren't very you know in you know informed uh they tend to be taken for a ride by other companies and uh, our biggest motto is that we want artists to understand how every process works so that you know they're in complete control of their music so with cd baby we do a lot of workshops across the country uh you know educating artists on various topics we have uh lots of marketing tools that we give to our artists from our website uh we only charge a one-time upload fee and a nine percent royalty so it's we're not a yearly fee kind of thing so you don't have to keep paying every year you know none of that 
Um, and yeah, we have a lot of support on ground. You know, sometimes we even help with some pitching for some of our prominent artists for playlists. So yeah, a lot of different things are available for artists. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I know you're part of CD Baby, but from the outside looking in, the company is very transparent with artists, incredibly transparent uh, and mm-hmm. incredibly strong uh, with promotion of the independent music space mm-hmm. and education. So I 100% agree with you. Exactly. I've been uh, featured in Rolling Stone India. Yes, yeah. I know. <laughs> so for me, it was very virtual. Like I haven't met anyone in person. I've just reached out to them through email. Yeah, well, that's the e-connection is the way to go right now, <laughs> isn't it? Totally. Isn't it? And, um, yeah, I agree. That I Honestly, I find I, I'm envious uh, as a creator that you are able to uh, create and get involved with two different markets. <laughs> like you're very thick in the L.A. market in the United States. Um, you do your own producing, directing, you do everything. It's incredibly how talented you are. Um, and But you also can go to uh, India, uh, stay with family and be around family and all that support, and also look at new opportunities in India, which is Yeah, great. I mean, I was born and raised here. <laughs> well, lucky oh. you. I love the country. I love the country. And do you have any input, Nika? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think what Ravita said is correct. Uh, the industry is small, but at the same time, it isn't small. Like, I mean, I know it seems small if you compare it to the U.S. or wherever. But when I started in India 14 years ago, that was small, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it is, you know. So, um, but I think she's been very lucky in order to get the response she's gotten. I think, obviously, her music speaks for itself. And I think, you know, if your music is great, you will get good response. But in order to break into the Indian market, um, you know, some of the other things you could potentially do in case you don't get a reply directly is, of course, um, you know, if you want to tour before you could even think about touring, I would recommend maybe getting a PR agent in India. You know, if you're lucky to get picked up by a Rolling Stone or whatever, that's great. But you still need you know, a proper PR campaign happening if you want to eventually tour here and get good gigs. So maybe mm-hmm. hiring a local PR person who can kind of, you know, over the over course of a couple of months or a year or whatever, ex, you know, kind of increase your uh, presence in the country. Um, the other thing I would also recommend is uh, maybe doing a cross collaboration with somebody here, you know, a prominent Indian indie artist, you know. And, That's a great uh, idea. Yeah, because that way you're promoting that artist in your territory, say in the US, UK, wherever you're based, and they're promoting you in India. And, you know, eventually maybe you guys can tour together, you know. So those are some of the things that I can think of. And of course, getting in touch with the right booking agent, the right festivals if you want to tour here. But I wouldn't recommend touring in India unless you have some kind of presence because, I mean, because I, you know, I work on a lot of festivals and we book people who we have heard of, who we know can pull a crowd. And uh, if we haven't heard of you much, you know, Mm -hmm. chances are you're not going to get booked. Well, in terms of getting a collaborator or a co-write and working with somebody, uh, 
with the beauty of the internet, <laughs> is there specific networking sites that are in India that are open to uh, artists from other countries joining to find a co-collaborator? Um, honestly, no. But what I would recommend is so to follow let's say a CD baby India's Instagram, for example, we post about a lot of our artists. So that's a great way to, you know, listen to their sound and see if any of them kind of, you know, speaks to you. And that's most artists, idea. yeah. And most artists are very open to connecting with the, with another artist. If you write to them and just be like, Hey man, I like your music. You know, I want to do something with you, whatever, you know, uh, the other thing would be to follow other music blogs. Like we have Rolling Stone India. We've got the Indian Music Diaries. We've got Wild City. We've got, you know, so many of these. If you follow all their social media pages, they keep tagging and posting about artists. And that's a great way to kind of discover artists that you like. And then you can always contact them on social media. Yeah, 100%. Uh, the Twitter is very active for Rolling Stone India as well. Yeah, it seems to be. Yeah. So we're going to be listening to Speed Limit next. And I'd like Ravita to talk a bit about the song. It's incredible. I listened to it again this morning before the taping. Uh, I love it. I love it. Really has your your uh, your stamp, <laughs> your vibe. I love it. So tell me a bit about it. It was released June Yeah, um, so Speed Limit. Um, I was, I actually was ended up, uh, I ended up quarantining in uh, LA and I had not moved there very long ago before the lockdown happened. Um, so mm-hmm. one day I was just like walking by and, you know, like the, obviously the pandemic made me quite anxious. Um, I was just walking around. I lived in a really cool, um, neighborhood called Burbank and I saw this tree and it just like took me out of my anxiety and I took a picture of it and there was a board it said speed limit and I started thinking about it and I was like (laughs) like you know like in the couple of years last couple of years everything's been so fast you have to like learn so much and you have to do so much and there's still so much to discover and there is no stopping so I was like you know there's no speed limit and that just that idea just stuck with me and I ended up writing that uh, chorus uh, while walking and I just sang it into my phone so over the pandemic I produced it Um, I worked with a really really good drummer Um, he's in Argentina Thomas and he did Yes, and oh my God, when he sent me the stems of the drums that he played, and then uh, my friend Paul in uh, London, um, who I did my master's with, I sent the song to him and I was like, could you lay down some bass? And when those guys laid down the bass and like the drums, I was like, this is amazing. I was so blown away by their performance um then I ended up mixing it and yeah it it really working on that song really like helped me cope with um I also had COVID in January 
So at work. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. So I was working on that song right after um, I was recovering from COVID, and I think working on that song during the pandemic had a whole vibe, you know, like it was weird because we kind of slowed down, but there was ev- everything like it was so chaotic at the same time. I guess I try to capture mm-hmm. that feeling. <laughs> well, you definitely did, definitely did. Um, and I like to also point out because I'm blown away by your talent. Um, you have three degrees in the field of music and audio, um, uh, but <laughs> it, it definitely comes out in your production. You do everything yourself. You write, produce, and engineer your yeah. own music. Yeah, I'm blown. Leave it, 
I loved it. And I, you know what? It was funny. I was reading the um, the press release of the song and I, I started to giggle because it's so you, right? You, <laughs> you see a sign and you become a song. Just like um, uh, Renika, I do, we have, the, she has a, Ravina has a beautiful song called Chocolate. She claims okay. it's because she likes dark chocolate. I said it was probably something else, but <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a beautiful, sensual song about dark chocolate. And she said, well, oh. I, 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 I found I like dark chocolate, so I made this song chocolate. But listen to the song, hon. Oh, <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> All right. And, uh, but I thought it was so, so much like you, Ravina, to uh, find something small in everyday life and create a good song song out of it a great song out of it i was really really i thought it was cute. <laughs> thank you um but yeah yeah i thought it was really good so um what i'd like to just talk about before we end the show is there any input that you can give uh Rignica on the local music scene right now in india Sure. Um, I mean, for those, I mean, I'm assuming most people tuning in know that the majority of our Indian music industry is Bollywood. Uh, for those that don't know, I, I didn't know just, that. I didn't know that. And yeah. I cover independent music. <laughs> it, it, it is, yes. It is, yeah, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. So basically every single film that gets released in India, whether it is in Hindi or it's in a regional language, it is a musical. And that is oh, our I main know that. industry. Yeah. yeah, and that is our main music industry. Um, so I would say like 90% of our music industry is film music and the rest 10% is what you know, encompasses independent music or what is called independent music, which uh, encompasses folk music, traditional music, um, non-Bollywood music, electronic music, rock bands, the works, you know what I mean? So anything that is not Bollywood is considered indie in India. It's a very different way of categorizing music in India. Okay. So it's not as simple as, oh, I'm with a major, because in India, that doesn't mean much, because for them, even a, a Times music, which isn't a major, but takes out film music, considers themselves a major. So it's, it's a little complicated here. But uh, so that's the most important thing to note. Um, the other thing to note is that with the local music market, even though independent music, say maybe 10%, 10% of a billion people is still a lot of people. So, yeah, it's, it <laughs> <laughs> so it's still a lot. And uh, especially the last you know, a year, year and a half due to lockdown and COVID, what happened was uh, because we were in lockdown, no films were being released. And because yeah. no films were being released, no Bollywood music was coming out. And all uh, the independent artists got the opportunity to sort of shine, to come get onto playlists that they couldn't get onto earlier because there was no other music coming out, you know? Yeah. So I think COVID really helped the independent scene. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of 
great music coming out in india i mean i can't tell you the kind of amazing stuff that's been coming out from our independent artists in different genres and different languages um one of our artists hanita was just on the spotify uh times square uh, hoarding you know in times square so i wow. mean you know they you know yeah so i mean they're doing really well um at the same time of course uh, live music was the main thing in india the main source of income uh, due to covid that has stopped but it's coming back up gigs have started smaller festivals are happening the larger ones are not happening uh but uh, yeah that's pretty much it basically you know artists are still added they're doing a lot you know they're doing a lot of online shows they're doing a lot of uh online takeovers they're releasing a lot of amazing music um yeah and uh, live is coming back and you know hopefully covid will not uh, keep us far behind for too long <laughs> that's amazing that's amazing news and really really interesting uh uh synopsis of the india market it's incredible incredible mm-hmm. yeah i mean yeah i mean it's it's you know it's it's funny because we talk about independent music but independent music is like teeny tiny because of bollywood you know <laughs> like mm-hmm. we always get overshadowed by the film industry so is it hard to get your music into bollywood um so the thing with bollywood is the re- they've kind of been responsible for ruining the publishing part of the music industry because how bollywood works is uh, a film producer hires a music director who then hires musicians lyricists you know all of that okay. and most of them work for hire so they don't actually hold on to the copyright even though the laws have evolved and changed at the end of the day the copyright of all this all the songs that they compose lies with the film producer who makes a deal with a record label and they're the ones who keep the profit you know the record label and the film producer oh wow yeah so getting into bollywood in the beginning like if tomorrow revita wants to get into bollywood uh she would probably have to first work for free because you know just an opportunity to get into bollywood and then eventually it would probably be like a work for hire you get like a flat payment for some work and that's that you know you'll be allowed to perform the songs if you're doing a live show of course but you're not going to get any other kind of income as such it depends obviously if you're prominent and big enough to negotiate a better deal but that is usually what happens well things can change things can change hopefully yeah, <laughs> yeah. i i believe in that Mm-hmm. I believe in that. So what is it where's the best place to follow both of you? Would it be Instagram? Yep. Uh for me uh CD Baby India and Ritnika Nan uh are both uh, on Instagram. That would be great. Awesome. And you Vivita? Um, Vivita Music across the world wide web. So it's R I V I T A Music on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you want to find me. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much uh, both of you for coming on to the uh show and telling us a bit more about your music Revita and telling us a bit more about the India market was fascinating. Uh Ritika, very fascinating. Um mm-hmm. thank you for your time. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Shade was really nice to meet you. E meet you, Ritika, and hopefully we'll meet in person soon. Same here. Definitely, definitely looking forward to it. <laughs> uh, I'd love to. I'd love to. 
Have a great time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. And that's a wrap. Thank you for tuning into the show. Sponsored by The Buzzer Media. Thank you to the artists who share their music. Our shows wouldn't happen without their music. Subscribe at thebuzzerpod.com. Fans and artists can submit their request to Shay at thebuzzroll.com. Until next time, cheers.